Hello and welcome to level 30 of 3 Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host Tom Knight, welcome back, or hello if it's your first time here. Now, I took my usual 10 level week off an extra week early, so that's why there was no show last week. And if you listened to the Halloween special of 3 Extra Lives, level 29, you may have even wondered if there was going to be an episode of Three Extra Lives again, but I can safely say to you, I'm here, I'm okay. If you didn't listen to that Halloween special yet, maybe go check it out. It was a lot of fun to put together. And we're ready to tackle into the 30s of Three Extra Lives. Let's get going. So to start this week of Three Extra Lives, I'm gonna tell you about Seed Pioneers. Now this is a project that's being worked on currently and think of it as a mix between EVE Online, RimWorld and The Sims. This game's currently in early development and it's soon to be entering a very interesting phase because with Seed Pioneers, you can sign up to be a recruit. Welcome Voyager. We're about to reach your destination. To take the initial steps into space. So what does this even mean? What that means is you'll be involved in a narrative prequel alpha for this game, which that's due to kick off in 2020. How it works is you would sign up for the alpha and if you're lucky enough to get selected, you would test elements of the game as you do in alphas, but this would set up a story which will lead into the main game when it's finally released and you'll almost be written into the lore of the game as the first settlers on these planets out in space that you're going to be colonizing and you're going to be part of the history of this game by playing through the alpha which is really really cool concept because usually when you have your alphas your betas that's just a stepping stone to the full game getting released nobody really looks back and thinks about the alpha phases and the beta phases it's it's cool to get in there early access and play around with what's potentially on offer but once that full game comes out nobody really thinks back to those times of when they were testing and with seed pioneers the community is always going to have that pillar of well those were the first into space those were the first ones here on this planet and they're going to be somewhat immortalized because of that status and I just thought this was a really cool little project that this MMO is looking to run. And the developers of this game have set a very interesting approach because if you do get selected and you do end up in this alpha... Your settlement's mission is to fix and maintain the nearby terraforming plant, the second generation MXTR-8200. They're pretty much stating that it's not going to go well, as in... It's not gonna go well in the sense that your character's probably not gonna make it out the other side. You're going to, uh, you're gonna be somewhat sacrificed in the name of science as you venture forth into the unknown. So just a little bit more about this game, just to wet your whistle, is that it's going to be a survival game. There's gonna be lots of discovery and collaboration with other players. And it's gonna take place on one exoplanet with thousands of players. I'm pleased to inform you that you're now approaching your destination, planet Avesta, in the Tau Ceti system, which itself is located in the constellation Cetus. And 
endless gameplay, which sounds very exciting to me. And like I said, this game's still in its early, early phases of development. We've got this alpha coming up, and then after that, we should see where the game is heading with regards to a full release. But I just thought this was a really interesting step for the developers to take with almost generating interest for players to take part in that, to encourage them to come test this game out and be part of history in this game, to be those that can say, I was there first, I stepped on this planet first. And it probably didn't go so well, but you know, it's a dangerous place out there. I'll be throwing some links to Seed Pioneers in my show notes over at 3actualifes.com. If you're interested in that, go over there, sign up. You might not get selected. I'm sure it's going to be a fairly limited amount of people that will get into that alpha, but I've already signed up, so I'm waiting patiently for my transponder to light up so I can accept the call and I can journey off into this new world. So go give that one a look. That is Seed Pioneers by Clang. We at Seed Industries wish you luck in taking the next step in human evolution, creating a new future home for humanity. It's trivia time. So we were talking about Seed Pioneers based in space. I mean, I could literally go anywhere with this, but I'm gonna go for some Star Wars and a hashtag movie curveball. Can you name the upcoming Star Wars title Episode 9, due to be released in cinemas in December 2019? The answer is The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, movie question, who would have funk it? But if you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. Next up on 3 Extra Lives, I'm going to talk to you about Hearthstone and particularly Hearthstone Esports because at BlizzCon 2019, which took place over the weekend of November 1st, history was made. Xiaomen Lee, aka VK Lion, stormed to an amazing victory in the Hearthstone Global Finals. A new chapter has begun in Hearthstone history! Please welcome the newest member of the Hearthstone Hall of Champion, VK's Lion! Now why is this historic, you might ask? Because VK Lion, she has become the first female to win a trophy at BlizzCon. And it was an incredible journey for VK Lion because her qualifying started uh, towards the global finals where there was four live events in a season and there was two major tournaments that took place. A masters group consisting of 64 elite players, then a 1,024 person open bracket VK Lion placed top six in the Masters group at three of these events before acquiring her place at BlizzCon at the fourth and final event of the season. So she took her place in BlizzCon and she rocked it because she won every single game on her way to lifting that prestigious Hearthstone trophy. And by the end of it, when VK Lion took to the stage, emotions were running really really high 
because VK Alliance, she like she was overwhelmed. She was overwhelmed by winning this, and she actually shared a story of how of how two years ago when she was competing in a tournament, she was waiting in line to sign up, and she was told in no uncertain terms by a male who was also waiting in line that she shouldn't have been waiting in that line because she was a girl. Well, she sure showed him. She sure showed him. And two years on, VK Lion is the best Hearthstone player in the world. That's what this tournament decides. That's what this means. It's a really important moment for Blizzard Esports, but also Esports and just... I think it's just a big statement as, as a whole because VK Lion just came out and said during her interview, if you believe in yourself, forget your gender and go for it. And putting gender aside, she had a dream and she chased it. And even when people were telling her not to do it, she still kept on going. And thank goodness she did because watching through some of the games in the global finals, she played so well. It, there was some incredible play uh, from her and some incredible matches and really, really inspiring performance. And just to see her lift the trophy at the end and just to listen to her words like the the odds were the odds were stacked against her i mean i've seen female competitors in esports and they don't get it as straightforward as that if they lose a game they lost a game usually the uh the internet likes to bring gender into these things and say well they lost because they're a girl or something like that which is absolutely ridiculous because here we are i've seen some pretty vulgar comments i'm just gonna say even after this and you know what i think in general if you can't celebrate somebody winning a tournament who's worked so hard to get there to put all that work in and if you see the the interview after vk line one i mean you it, it would take a really stone heart not to be moved by her story and just her emotion at that time and i'm not gonna lie my my eyes were welling up i if i wasn't sitting in a room full of other people i don't know i i, I think i might have just completely lost it i just want to say that this is a huge moment for esports and for gamers out there both male and female specifically female in this case but you can take heart from this no matter who you are if, if you're chasing something in your life, if it's in gaming, if it's in esports, or if it's just somewhere else. It's just that message of, if you want it, you go get it and don't let people tell you that you can't, because you can. In this case, gender is the is the spotlight, but don't let anybody tell you you can't achieve something, especially in video games, because to me, and to many, video games is a place where everything is accessible. There are no barriers and there should never be barriers when it comes to video games. Everyone should be included and there should be no place to say to somebody that you're not welcome here or you don't belong here because that to me just goes against the ethos of what video games are. Video games should bring people together, they should unite us and they should make us better people for doing that too. So I'll just finish off by saying congratulations VK Lion. I'm looking forward to seeing you dominate the Hearthstone circuit some more in the future and from my heart to you I just want to say thank you very much for being such an inspirational figure in the Hearthstone esports circuit.
It's trivia time! Okay, so we were talking about Hearthstone. And Hearthstone, it's a free-to-play online digital collectible card game, if you didn't know that already. It's developed and published by Blizzard Entertainment, but what was it originally subtitled as? Was it Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft, Hearthstone Heroes of Azeroth, or Hearthstone Heroes of the Nexus? The answer is Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of free extra lives, have you heard of the developer Bosa? You might have, because they developed a little game called Surgeon Simulator and I Am Bread. Now, if you haven't played those indie titles, I would definitely say to you, go check them out because they're a little bit goofy, they're a little bit wacky, but they're a whole lot of fun. And also, you'll probably pull your hair out trying to play them too. That's just the type of games they are. And why am I bringing up this developer? Because since Wednesday the 30th of October 2019 until the 28th of November 2019, you can play three prototypes from this developer. Now those prototypes are Trash Bandits, I Am Fish, and Pigeon Simulator. Now you can head over to bosapresents.com. You can download a little game launcher. Yeah, I know, I'm a bit bummed about downloading another game launcher, but it's all good in this case. I think you can download it, you can play them, and if you're done after that, you can just uninstall it. No problem. I went into these three games, just thought I'd give them about 20 minutes each, just to get a feel for them, see if I could see myself playing one of them in a deeper form. And that's the thing, that one of these games is going to be turned into a fully-fledged release. So right now these games are in a very early stage, they're prototypes, but they're actually quite fun to play. So we've got Trash Bandits, which is a multiplayer party game, let's call it that, where you have a team of foxes, where you have a rubbish truck, or as we call it here, a dustbin collector, and you'll fly around the streets of this city, going to various locations where there's trash bags on the street, and because of the physics in this game, you have two controls to grip hold of the bags with your left and right arm. It's a little bit funky, and if you have played Surgeon Simulator and I Am Bread, it's definitely along that style of controls where it's a little bit funky sometimes, that it, it's not just straightforward pressing one button. You do have to manage the physics as well, which does make it a little bit fun, but also takes a little bit to master. So you'll fly around the streets competing against the other team. The first team to score 100 points will win the game. And there's various aspects in this game where trash bags, which are pretty light, they're fairly easy to maneuver around to get them into the truck to get points. But there's other items such as safes and chairs and sofas, which take a bit more coordination to get them into the back of this trash truck to register your points. So I think it's a pretty interesting concept. It looks like it could be a pretty fun party game. Unfortunately, I was only able to play that by myself, so I couldn't get a true feel of what that game might play like with other people, but I can definitely see the potential in it. Up next, I tried out I Am Fish, which feels like it's heavily inspired by something like Finding Nemo. You start off this game as a fish in a fishbowl. You're basically trying to 
make your way back to the sea. Now you're in a seaside town, you're starting off in somebody's apartment, and you're in this fishbowl, which you're trying to rotate it in a way that you can travel and maneuver, but it puts you in many precarious positions where you can fall off a ledge or fall off a shelf. And if you do that, you hit the ground, you'll smash your bowl and your fish will be left out in the open. And well, we know what happens when, when there's a fish out of water, let's just say it doesn't end well. The way you maneuver properly in this game is you're trying to find areas to get yourself from higher points to lower points gently. For example, you could maybe fall onto a mattress or a chair that's strategically positioned or you can use washing lines and other contraptions to get you where you need to go. And this, this one is pretty fun and I have to say again, the controls, it's, it's quite difficult but it, I just have to state again that this developer is kind of famed for having these games that are a little bit more realistic in how they're controlled which does make it a bit tricky but that's where the challenge lies and the satisfaction when you do manage to go where you want to go is is extremely high and to finish up on here pigeon simulator which i have to just throw out there that was my favorite out of the three of these and if i if i had to pick one to get turned into a fully fledged game it would be pigeon simulator so in pigeon simulator it acts a bit like a survival game where you're flying around this city and you're trying to make sure you're eating enough food but there's these businessmen everywhere drinking coffee eating donuts and if you get too close to them they're gonna swipe you out of the way they're gonna try and attack you you can fly into them at various speeds and do some pretty devastating damage to them i might add you also have objectives to pick up sticks to build nests and then once you've built the nest you lay some eggs and then you've got little pigeons to feed and keep them alive and then you're just going around eating more food from bins and there's a cafe where people are eating pastries and you seem to be able to eat a lot of different things and you can poop which is probably one of the most entertaining things about this game and depending on what you eat changes the color of your poop. Hey, what can I say? I'm easily entertained. So go check out BosaPresents.com if any of these sound interesting. If you have played Surgeon Simulator, if you have played I Am Bread and you do like those type of games, go check this out and let the developer know which title you would be interested in playing in the future as a fully fledged download. I submitted my vote to say that that's where my loyalties lie but guys don't wing it get in there play these three games and let me know what you think and let the developers know more importantly let let them know before me go check it out that's trash bandits i am fish and pigeon simulator from bosa it's trivia time so we were talking about various games there including pigeon simulator and this question is based on another simulator can you tell me the name of the 2014 simulator hit based on this animal that was developed by Coffee Stain Studios? Oh, and here's a clue. <coughs> the answer is Goat Simulator. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of the show once more. How did you do on the trivia this week? Why don't you let me know over on social media? 
at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Free Extra Lives. Always love to know how you're doing on the trivia this week. And let me know, what do you think? Movie questions? Should I do more of those or should I forget about it? As always, you can get in touch with the show, leave feedback, ask questions, recommend games over at podcast at 3 And you can find everything I've mentioned on this level of 3 Extra Lives over at 3 Everything you need that I've mentioned on this level so you don't need to go searching. And that is it, my friends. We have reached the end of another level. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you all in level 31! Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.